Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Beyond the Album Cover. And this is your boy Jay Mace. And we're taking a look at an album today that I felt was very underrated and it came at the tail end of their phenomenon. I'm talking about NKOTB in their 1994 final album, Face the Music. This was at a time when music was changing, pop necessarily wasn't in, and alternative rock and hip-hop was all of the rage. And New Kids on the Block, by this time, they were old news, and people, pretty frankly, got sick and tired of them, and their teenage fan base grew up to be young adults, and they found their material to be too kiddie. But they matured their image and sound on this album, shortened the name to NKOTB, and they got producers such as Wolf and Epic, Teddy Riley, Need I Say More, and the lead-off single, Dirty Dog, performed moderately on the charts, but was definitely a far cry from the success they experienced on the charts during their late 80s, early 90s heyday run. And then the album later went away without a whimper, if You Go Away was another single that was on the album, but it was released in 1991 off of Step by Step without any radio push or video. But when I did an interview with Danny Wood, he said that Donnie Einer over at Columbia released the record once again, like with no radio or airplay, and it became a huge hit. So they still had some wind left in the sales, but by 94, they were still running on fumes and the album went without making any type of noise. They did a small tour, didn't go well. John ended up leaving the group and it was the last time we would hear from them until they reunited back in 2008 with the release of their album, The Block. And they've been doing tours ever since. Pretty much every summer you can catch them on tour. And I had a chance to go see them this past summer in Las Vegas for the mixtape tour, along with Naughty by Nature, Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, Salt and Pepper, and Naughty by Nature. Great show, and it shows that their fans still want to see them, and then there is a demand still for new music for them, if it's, if it's what they choose they want to do. But it goes to show you, nostalgia is in, but this album is often overlooked. In their collection, I think because of the timing that the album was released. But it shows that they really wanted to be more urban than what they were given for. And when I interviewed Danny Wood, he said that they took too long to record the album. And felt that they should have released it a little earlier. Right as soon as that wave was still riding the board. So that way they could be able to cash in on it. But if they would have released it around... 93, early 94, then maybe they could have caught that last bit, but it was just a confluence of different things. But until next week, keep those records spinning, and we're going to look at an album that's one of my favorites. It became the first album by a white artist to go number one on the R&B charts. I'm talking about George Michael's 1987 album, Faith. And see you next week, and go to anchor.com slash jmace to listen to this episode along with future episodes of the show peace